Saha, this is I Have Feelings, a podcast based on my existential crisis where week on week I sit and talk about the feelings I've been having about life and art and everything in between. And joining me today on my quest for getting in touch with my feelings is a very special guest. And I thought that I would go to Google to figure out like a really cool introduction. And Google pe tha that this person is an Indian television actor. And I was just like, bro, that is the most 2000 late and 2000 lazy introduction to this man so i'm attempting my own my guest today is an actor producer writer social media star overall amazing human being yeah. one of the warmest people i have ever met and a brand new daddy nakul mehta in the house i am so excited to be here priyam <laughs> how have you been but do you agree do you think your your google needs to get with it why is it still calling you just an indian television actor not that there's anything wrong with it but ye to bahut hi reductive hai that's a that's a society also na they reduce you to uh, your lowest common denominator right what you are supposed to be I, known for i guess uh, like i think the coolest introduction you could give me is i'm a human being man who's now a father i think that's that's probably like the greatest introduction i have right now that's true uh, Yeah 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 thank you thank you for having me I'm so I'm actually so excited to talk to you I haven't seen you in a couple of years and uh, when you reached out I said hey this is going to be a chance to know everything which is going on in your life outside of Instagram because so that I know. <laughs> that that is true na but truly this show is literally just um, th- there are no wrong answers there are barely any questions I just want to know where you're at and if you want to know where I'm at I'll tell you we'll just Andere <laughs> <laughs> we'll just hang for a bit and we'll see how this goes so first up how are you feeling these days nakul and like i told you already i think everybody all the other guests who have come in they've been not negative in any way but it's been a very in, every time i ask somebody how they are feeling it's been weirdly introspective and i'm assuming from you as a person who has just be, become a father you're i'm sure feeling only like a bundle of joy or are there other feelings inside you yet it's a mirage of feelings and emotions yaar and uh, introspective also in, in in a very good way how do i be an example to this human being right it's not it's no more about being the best version of yourself for you yeah. right because your, all your thoughts words and actions now are going to be imbibed by another human being and that was a that was a big feeling to have i i feel just beautiful sleepless <laughs> uh, uh i feel so much love and compassion for every young parent i see out there that like i go to the park office and i see these young mothers and daddies walking their kids and i'm just like foolishly smiling at them and i they have no idea why am i doing this and i think i guess it's just it, it probably happens to every new parent i'm sure i'm sure and you will be a great dad i just i i have this feeling i'll tell you why because uh, like i said you know i said in my introduction you are one of the warmest people i know and i'm going i have a guess why that is you can tell me if that is wrong because okay. which and, and and i don't and i don't mean it in an offensive way at all but i feel like because i'm short in height so every time i enter a room a room i feel the need to sort of exude some sort of warmth to overcompensate is why mujhe kabhi kabhi lagta hai people think i am friendlier than i actually might be you on the other hand i think have the same overcompensation need but you actually are super approachable not even approachable you're super available for everyone that i have ever seen you around and that is a lot because you're also a very busy person 
I don't I don't know if that's entirely true and I don't see it like that. I mean, uh, everyone's busy to be honest if you're in Bombay. Uh even if you're just managing the home, you're bloody busy, man, and all of us have experienced that in the pandemic, right? Uh I think it really depends on like what your priorities are, right? Are 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 human beings and human connections your priorities? That is I don't I don't think however busy you are, uh you would not have the time. About this uh warmth and love kind of zones. So I am mm. I don't think I'm cynical about love. Love I love. Love I think is beautiful. I fall in love deeply and often <laughs> and it's been great. However, I feel like right now I'm at the space where I'm thinking and correct me if I'm wrong because you have been in love with some person that you've actually now also married, created another human being with. I think yeah. love is beautiful, but is love enough to make a relationship work? That's question 1. And second, How do you make love last? Hey, so बड़े serious questions पूछ रही हो तुम मुझसे यार। हम marinate करेंगे ना कुल हमारी feelings marinate till the guys work. Okay, uh, I would say love is a lot, uh, but besides that, you need to be able to find uh, companionship, respect for each other. Uh, understanding anybody you love i think all of this automatically sort of falls in place right so is love enough on most days yes on most days right but if i was to be practical i was to be practical in my case uh, i i don't think i've had to work hard uh, to keep the love like at least i mean you'll have to ask janki that but uh, not for me i think the beauty is that love keeps evolving into different things as long as you continue to evolve right i feel uh, problem wahan aati hai jahan love becomes the center of your life and your individual journey takes a back seat for this to like become everything right nice. but i think the way i look at love is love is two people basically looking at not at each other but looking in the same direction and like you know encouraging each other right and uh, janki and i have been very fortunate to have that we met each other when we were in college we found our careers together sort of she pushed me i encouraged her you don't have to really work at it you have to keep working at yourself and as long as you keep working at yourself and your and 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 evolving each day i feel more or less hopefully you guys will grow and grow together right and that's been my experience I, I don't know how it works for I love that yeah. that it's not about looking at each other it's about looking in the same direction and walking towards that sweet yeah, because sometimes you look at someone else and appreciate that someone else <laughs> together also nice no, and not that's a hot girl i'm like <laughs> yeah you're right babe <laughs> sweet okay now i want to talk to you about your art and i'm using the word fairly vaguely do you think it do part question do you think all art is political because right now i love too much democracy by the way i love hey, it hey thank you beauty uh, or do you think right now there is a more uh, the need for your art to be political is a little more because of well the world we are living in uh, what's mm. happening some things worse than the others or do you think art by nature of art is political always where are you at about that if you were to ask me what else is art but uh, speaking through your work about the times you've lived in right uh, and that doesn't mean that uh, the work you create has to be deliberately uh, political in nature because that can easily convert into a propaganda mm-hmm. however as an artist uh, if i feel there is any injustice that i can uh, sort of uh, highlight through my art then i'll definitely do it now my interpretation of injustice may differ from the from the government of the day or even the judiciary uh, mm-hmm. but we live in a democracy right and uh, 
have been granted reasonable sort of uh, freedom of expression by our by our constitutional fathers mm-hmm. uh, so i'd rather use it to participate in the dialogue uh, than stay quiet uh, fearing you know in fact a lot of my well wishers friends asked me to be careful i was actually just uh, going to ask that that somebody in your position uh, of success yeah. and general fame was that uh, and you know and, and it is unfortunate that i even have to ask this but did ask you it, not yeah. feel like it was a bold move like it was too much where i come from is not uh, from the space of and that i'm anti party a or i'm anti party b hmm. i was clear in my head that uh, you know what we were doing uh, was not a propaganda but it it was a piece of work that i proudly call as art i'd rather jump the waters of democracy with uh, with my work and test it then sit on the show and sort of brood about it right and just say you can't do it it's too courageous right i don't have it but uh, i feel despite all the threats you know uh, one might face one might sort of for for putting out your voice out there yeah. i quite i i remain quite an optimist about the state of our democracy and knowing that eventually the laws of the land will sort of protect every citizen you know besides being an artist you you're also a citizen of the country and i feel that uh, Uh, i can't work in a vacuum i can't exist in a vacuum none of us can live in a vacuum and hence if i can use my art to then uh, take this conversation ahead and not just rant and rave about what's happened to our country uh, that's what i choose to do lovely that is lovely okay one of the very many things that i love about you uh, i think from a purely professional point of view i think like i would i really strive to have a career like yours in a way that it is not like i said you know like you are not just a television actor or just an actor as i feel like as the world is growing right now with so many avenues available to us everybody sort of has to be more than one thing for it to be uh, absolutely you know for it to make sense even monetarily for creative satisfaction for so many other things right at what point did you make that choice or was it hamesha se ye karna hi tha but now you felt like you finally had the resources to do it where you branched out artistically one thing which has held me in sort of good place always has been i've been insanely curious uh, about everything right so uh, i feel your career or what you choose to do as your day job can't and shouldn't define you this society our country is very easy to sort of you know our society puts you in back because this is who you are you're an actor you were supposed to live like this and you're supposed to have a fancy lifestyle right and i've never been that i'm an armed forces kid i've traveled the country i have i continue to make friends outside my circle in fact most of my friends are outside my industry substantial part of the last decade has been me uh, doing a lot of work on television i have always sort of taken out pockets of time and i say pockets because you only can squeeze out pockets because when you're doing television your your life belongs to the uh, the channel the producer it's right true. and fairly so i mean uh, the kind of reach it has is pretty amazing right but i think in the little pockets of time out get you rather you either have a choice of using it to grow in the same industry socialize etc which i was i've never been a fan of i've always been wanting to learn new things do new things i think that curiosity has led me to many 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 things right like uh, even uh, too much democracy came out of everything which happened last year from sushant you know uh, tragic demise to and i think uh, it came so from there and not of it i feel like of course the demise was tragic but how it was handled yeah. was just yeah anyway crazy right yeah. yeah so i think the the poem came from there and then there were no there were no tools we were in a lockdown i picked up my selfie camera and i just 
went ahead and said it and it it reached out and connected with with a few people with quite a few people and uh, you know so i feel one thing which has always been there with me i've never stopped myself from trying things and it doesn't have to have a commercial payoff for me uh, which people wait for i think i don't care you know if it makes me happy in the moment uh, if it if it if i feel it's going to help me grow in some way uh, i will do it what is your relationship with money nakul What and has that changed and has that changed over the years ah, for me money gives you the freedom to explore things you really love uh, so i'm fairly respectful of it but i'm also uh, it it's not something which drives me every day it doesn't send me to work every day because i have to earn a buck uh having said that of course also coming from a place of privilege you know now uh, that you don't have to sort of you know uh, work every day to sort of pay your bills i'm pretty respectful of of money and for me it's a means to buying freedom like there's one thing about being rich and there's one thing about being wealthy right how do you really be wealthy i think that and wealthy is not just money it's also like spiritual freedom right like wealth absolutely wealth of 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 being able to enjoy great health when you're really working to earn money sometimes you forget like wealth is also like being able to enjoy great health which sometimes comes at the cost of working i always work towards like building this reservoir of wealth nice and uh, i also sort of love understanding how how to grow your money and how does the financial market work and i'm very enamored by all of that so i also spend a lot of time doing that right so one is you earn the money but you got to be smart about it you, it money has to make money otherwise you'll be otherwise you'll be working by the hour for the rest of your life right your hours can't can't be the money you make Your mm-hmm. money has to eventually make you money. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of, yeah, well it's an, I, it's an interesting topic to be money. Yeah. Well put. You have you 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 love traveling. I know this, and you also like grew up at different places, and now you've been Bombay for a while. What is home to you, Nakul? And does geography slash work have anything to do with it? Because you do most of your work in Mumbai, out of Mumbai, yeah, and you have been yeah. there for a while. Would you feel displaced if you had to move for a while? not at all and uh, again like it's amazing you asked this because increasingly over the last couple of years especially the last one year janki and i both feel that we don't need to be in a big city yeah uh, in fact we took four weeks off in the middle of the pandemic and moved to goa for yeah. a house and wanted to experience what it is to just like what it would be to live in another city uh, of course bombay you need to keep coming back to because work is here and family is here uh but to be honest i could be anywhere in the world uh, as long as uh i'd like to see mom and dad and for them to be around uh you know at least like a flight away mm-hmm. and that would be home for me you know so it doesn't have to be bombay and i feel in the next couple of years uh i definitely want to make an alternate base somewhere else so we are working towards that, that. same mujhe bhi lagta hai ke thoda Like yeah, like I feel like I think I have lived in Bombay for the last a little almost a decade, and I came as a wow. student. Have grown there, and you know, like everything yeah. I did, I've been financially independent, fairly uh, young. And then you know, like you get attached to the idea of the city. You know, you get attached yeah. to like, नहीं अब तो यही है सब कुछ. And then when you take a step away, you're like, not really. Like you shouldn't get so attached to places because there's so much out there to see, and who knows what you yeah. do. You know. Yeah, man, totally. Tell me, Nakul. What do you what do you never want to talk about, and what do you not like talking about? It can be the same thing. 
I don't think I let people into the inner workings of my heart and how I feel. And if I'm feeling down, I barely ever share that with anyone. And I find that hard to share. Uh, I mean, I've gotten to a point where I'm sharing this with you that it's hard for me to share. And it's, I think it's also this conditioning, right? Like you're supposed to be the one who's supposed to manage. Like if you're a, if you're a man, you're supposed to manage and like process your own issues and what you're feeling. It's something I'm trying to get over and I'm trying to sort of be more accessible, but I find it very hard. So then how do you, yeah. how do you then deal with it? If you're going through something and you feel like you're not really, you don't like talking about it, then you just, do you take time off or do you just pretend nothing's up? No, so I don't. So uh, I have a very strong spiritual practice in my life. And uh, in a lot of ways, I think it gives me wisdom. I practice uh, Buddhism and uh, I feel I derive a lot of sort of life condition, if that's the word you might get, and wisdom within. But I also recognize the fact that sometimes it's nice to share. Yes, and it's let always nice to in, share, right? to have feelings. It's always nice. Yeah. The feelings are both there, but I don't let people, uh, people and i'm saying people when i say people i also think my partner into these emotions because i feel mm-hmm. this is for me to process and i like, get over and i don't want to bother bother anyone with it and that is something i'm really trying hard to challenge uh, but i hope to get there yeah yeah it is so I'm interesting kidding. you say that nakul because i actually can't even say i used to be i am the exact same person i no. i couldn't there have been times when i have wanted to cry wanted yeah. like oh. i have i cannot even tell you the number of frustrating hours i have spent in front of the mirror just like just fucking drop just because i i have emotion inside me but you know like you i think yeah. in some weird way you somehow are just used to processing it in a certain way i feel like in the last two years last year actually i don't know if yoga has anything to do with it but mujhe aisa lagta hai that since i got a little more oh, centered sure. in my life i'm yeah. definitely more in touch with releasing but to the extent like last two months i was going through some stuff um and finally i think i reached out to some friends and most of them of course they were there everybody sort of gave me the same thing that we have known you all these years but you have wow. you have never need like the dynamic has never been that you have reached out been for help yeah. and i was like ye bhi to kitna unhealthy hai matlab and to think that you don't even think- tell me Tell me, is this because uh, you started working on your own, and were you have you always been providing for yourself? Maybe, maybe I feel Does like it somehow from there, from being like someone who has to take care of themselves, and maybe I mean not I to know, see that. Just... I mean, like you know, like when you're growing up, of course your parents are there for you. But I was alone a lot. You know, my parents were always working. Then when I moved away, and, and I was child? somehow in all situations, I was a little bit of an alpha. Like, yeah, plan an RU, made a but the, everything was. I don't know. I don't know where it. probably mm. stems out of stuff like that only yeah yeah but i never Possibly. felt like it was okay to not be strong or it was uncool like it was uncool to cry which i don't think anymore but mm. i still find it hard to for sure for sure yeah yeah it's it wasn't uncool for me but i just find it hard to yeah yeah like yeah like i get very uncomfortable i don't understand what to do how long to cry for <laughs> Yeah, but now that I do yeah. cry a little bit, not as much as I'd still like to, it's definitely been better. I'm, I'm. Oh, sweet. Too. Yeah. Tell me about your spiritual uh, side of your life. Has it, has this something that you discovered as you were growing up, or it, or is this from your parents? No, it's actually uh, something I uh, stumbled upon, and it's been. Uh, it's not even a side. It's 
it, it's the fulcrum of my life now. And I've been practicing uh, Nichiren Daishin Buddhism for about 12 years now. Uh, and uh, I try and base every decision of my life, the way I live. The philosophy believes in respect and dignity of for each human life, right? And uh, I think that's the basis and crux of it. Uh, and it, it's, it's to do a lot with not just living for yourself, but having a larger mission in life. Uh, which, like when you say world peace, right? What does it mean? Like if you were to break it down, how do you achieve world peace? Mm. You know, if uh, I feel that if I can make sure that I am there for you and you can make sure that you're there for someone else and we're here to encourage and cherish each other, I feel, the world will be a better place. The, fa the fact that we have wars and we have clashes is because we disrespect each other's humanity, mm -hmm. right? Like if you're from Pakistan, then you're our enemy. Yeah. Those are like, living, breathing humans there, exactly like us, right? So uh, this philosophy is about, you know, really recognizing the Buddha uh, within each person. And uh, I think it's helped me greatly transform uh, the basic tenets of my life, the way I view anything. And uh, helped me a great deal in my relationships, at work, pretty much everything, everything, you know, uh, how I choose to look at work, how I choose to look at life, how I look at human beings, my connections, my relationships. That's amazing. Uh, and it's been amazing. It's, it's really been amazing, yeah. It sounds wonderful. I feel like I, we didn't, uh, my father is God-believing, my mother not really. So when me and my brother, we were brought up fairly religion-free in a way that you understand it, we don't have a say in this. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, I grew. I went to a convent school, so maybe I was yeah. a little more aware of the Christianity, uh, Christian religion. But somehow I feel like even though my parents were maybe wanting to bring us up in a way that we are religiously more like empowered, I feel like we grew up agnostic at best, you know. And then at some point, yeah. maybe because of pop culture, maybe some friends, I really got into the got into the manifestation of things and the power of the universe, which honestly, every now it doesn't happen to me a lot. But until a few years ago, every now and then it would it's almost sounds bookish, right? Like even the kind of stuff that the Buddha and me is the Buddha and you. It sounds almost bookish until you experience it. And you're like, no, like this is the basis of my entire life. And how to believe for this to be the ultimate truth. When an infant has mother's milk, and I give this example because I have one at home right now. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't question the ingredients or composition of the milk. Will it, will it be nutritious enough? It has full faith, right, mm -hmm. in, in the provider, right? Mm -hmm. Faith also works like that. Right. Uh, the first time someone told me that really like to be able to believe that not just you uh, have Buddha, but also someone who has wronged you has Buddha. And I said, how, how, how on earth is that possible? Right. That, that's, it's clearly black and white for me. That person's wronged me. He's not paid the money he owes me. Mm -hmm. right? But I think that's where compassion comes in. For me, like 12 years back, compassion was a word which I heard in Miss India answers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Mother Teresa, compassion. I think that I would like uh, pass it off as it is a cool sound. Karta hai. Like when someone would say, hey, you know, your grandmom's unwell, I'd really pray for them. And I would think, why would he pay for my, pray for my grandmom, right? Like I wouldn't pay, pray for anybody outside my circle. I thought that was my own limited self because mm -hmm. I lived for myself. I would pray maximum, mera sab bhala ho, mere girlfriend ka bhala ho, mere family ka bhala ho, mere dosto ka bhala ho. Inherently, I was living a more sort of uh, if I was, if you were to look at it from the universe's point of view, a very sort of narrow life. Yeah. Right. It's like uh, my favorite example is like the universe is a thousand kilowatt bulb. Okay. 
which is a lot of power and lot of light our lights are like a 100 watt bulb and that is a 100 watt bulb is decent light to light up a room right you can live your life uh, not being aware of your spiritual well not being aware of what your mission in life is a fairly decent light acha hai matlab kaafi din more ho gayi hai ha must must be but here you have the power to be able to align yourself to the 10000 kilowatt bulb right yeah. and draw from that yeah uh why wouldn't you and why would i wait to uh, grow older to sort of like realize that hey this is an important aspect of my life right so i feel it has served me like beautifully uh, i feel to be in an industry which is so insecure so competitive and uh, yet try to remain let try to keep your humanity alive mm. uh, i think in a lot of ways buddhism has played a huge part in that otherwise it's so easy like ab instagram kholo koi ye commercial bech raha hai koi ye kar raha hai kisi ke itne followers hai matlab there are 50 reasons to feel yeah. crap about your life yeah. right and then you also look at your life from a spiritual point of view and you see that there is so much to be grateful about there is so much you know to have compassion for of course now being a new parent now there's compassion for everything right now <laughs> but uh, i think in a lot of ways uh, it makes you go through life without just going through life but yeah. being really grateful and mindful mindful that's the word yeah that's the word yeah 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 in the last couple of years i've really appreciated the ability to be as mindful as possible which which i think has really helped me in every every single aspect of my life wow. okay now could talk to me about your not your journey as an actor i feel like there are 100 interviews about that but you being an actor especially um, i was watching a priyanka chopra interview recently and then in something she said that you know like especially in the careers we are in it's so unstable that i don't know where my next check is coming from and i'm like priyanka chopra ko bhi problem hai are kya priyanka chopra meri sabse relatable actor hai crazy <laughs> but it is true right like somehow um, i've been freelancing for now uh, almost two years fairly successfully so it's been so far so good but um, especially i feel like acting specifically i want to talk about because uh, my act, acting is not my main hustle but excitingly i have gotten some opportunities i have too much fun on set because i feel like mujhe to yakeen nahi hota i have watched only tv growing up i did not do anything else i only watched tv i only watched wow. films so for me to be on a set where i get paid to like say some lines i am just like this is not happening this is surreal but it's a very like a parallel fun little career i have on the side it's fun gives me good money but if it was my main hustle which i know lots of my friends who are say aspiring actors and all it is so unpredictable and unfortunately so much is not in your control right like you are technically in a project you are the last piece of the puzzle there is so much has to happen around you for you to then somebody to else to select you you come on board you make the most of it how do you then yeah. stay sane through the journey and that is one part of the question how do you do you have to just prepare yourself to wait for the opportunity when it comes you grab it ya fir second are you working on your craft along the way and thirdly sorry this is a three part question thirdly uh because it is the last piece of the puzzle do you sometimes feel that that you have to struggle to sort of own it do you find ownership in your work as an actor even though there's not a lot you can do about it so i'm going to start with the third one uh struggle to find ownership nahi hota I think ownership या तो होता है या ना नहीं होता है एंड यू नो दैट्स दी 
actually i'm glad you used that term that's the only way i like to work on anything it could be a big project a big television gig i'm doing it could be a small unpaid for short film which i'm working on and it could be even a non acting job i feel unless there is ownership mm-hmm. and you're giving yourself completely to it mm-hmm. uh it's no fun right and i don't know any other way to work uh so i would uh, take up all the stress and i'll take up all the i put in everything i have if that has because that has to that has to be uh you're there doing it for a reason for a purpose it's not random that you were meant to do that right so i think ownership is a must for me in anything i do right uh uh, uh the first part of the question was uh do you prep to wait for opportunity and what is that prep yeah there is full prep right so uh, funnily i think in our medium people think ki jab aap kaam nahi kar rahe aap kuch nahi kar rahe in fact jab aap kaam nahi kar rahe aap sabse zyada kar rahe ho mere at least mere liye you know i think uh, actors storytellers artists musicians all of us all of us like you me all of us dancers i feel uh, like your final output is what people see aapka ek show dekhte hain ya ek live performance dekh liya aur uske piche aapne jo zindagi ji hai aur jo nayi nayi cheeze seekhi hai nayi logon se mile ho jinse prabhavit hue ho inspire hue wo sab aapke kaam mein jata hai aur wo kabhi kabhi na tangibly explain karna mushkil ho jata hai Mm-hmm. or especially uh, you know uh, when like i meet a lot of uh, young kids who want to be actors and it happens on flight so many times i have all these uh, you know persons uh, and towards coming to me saying hey i want to be an actor how do i start my journey <laughs> and i'm like hey, you've already started your journey you know you're 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 here you're in a business where you're observing people Like you're learning things. Don't think this is not part of your job, right? I feel, in fact, what you're doing right now is also accumulating so many skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm always, always, always investing in uh, doing that. So I think uh, just to give a so more more practical example, 2019 when my show got over, I think that was a year when I experimented the most. I took like two weeks off, went to Adi Shakti. Uh, if you've heard of them, uh, it's in Pondicherry. It's a theater sanctuary where from morning. So 7 a.m. to night, 10 or 11 p.m. You are just working on different aspects of theatre making, which is mm-hmm. from gallery period to learning rhythm to working on voice, and just it's beautiful. So from there, I think that is the year when I went from working, went going to Adi Shakti to working on uh, a couple of shots with people I've never ever worked with. But diff- absolutely, they come from a different world. Uh, to working on a to hosting a sports-based show, which is something I love. like to be sitting with my sporting icons and like talking about cricket and someone paying you for that uh to working on a uh, like a really fun ott project which took me to uh, united kingdom for a couple of months uh to hosting another gig to working on another shot to working on a theater i thought that was a year where you le- i learned so much right so uh people may not end up watching everything you've done but mm. i feel all those small things contribute towards now putting out india's first poetry special which is too much democracy yeah. right and i can't explain to you like how does that help me but something somewhere moved for the clock to come here yeah right and uh, uh, so i feel uh, preparation is extremely important for any artist not just actors any artist are you scared of aging have you ever been no yeah not at all uh, to be honest i have actually uh, Every decade has gotten better for me. Just weirdly enough, like you know, people look back and say, "Hey, twenties was such a great time, abandoned freedom." 
And I feel I was such a dupe in 20s. I was so serious about trying to create a career, make a mark that I didn't really live out my curiosity, live out my life, right? And I think in my 30s is when I really stopped giving a damn about following what is conventionally right and going out and doing what my heart desires. Uh, of course, there is financial freedom now to do it. Uh, but there's also, I think, uh, abandonment here, yeah. which is beautiful. So uh, aging actually uh, liberates me, man. It's crazy. It's, yeah. yeah. I think growing up has also served me well, for sure. Uh, I feel like I'm definitely getting better with age. However, unfortunately, maybe society has something to do with it. But I'm turning 13 a few <laughs> months. And like, I can't wait to turn 60, you know, like I can't yeah. wait, but I know I'm feeling some sort of way about turning 30. I don't know what it is yet, but I know I'm feeling it's not just another birthday. So tell me a practical piece of advice you'll give to a 30 year old. Don't take yourself too seriously, man. Uh, you know, I think as much as we are invested in our age. Mm. No one gives a damn. No one else cares that Priyam is turning 30, right? Priyam yeah, yeah. is probably uh, a more fun, a better version of what she was five years ago. And I think that's something which we need to work towards, right? Yeah. So uh, for me, I think that's the key. Yeah, don't take yourself to see. Because I've done that in my 20s. And I said, oh, no, no, I have a career, I have to do this, I have to do that. So I had a green card at one point of time and I had an opportunity to go and study and work abroad. And I said, hey, no, I have to make a career here. I don't come from a friend family, I need to make a network here, etc. etc. And I realized experience experiences eventually. you know, so I think I just like, took myself to seriously. So don't worry. I mean, whatever age you are, it doesn't matter. If you're 30, 40, have cool. fun, man. Follow your curiosity. Yeah. But about your, I, I have not watched your film, Hale Dil. I don't know if you have done many films after that. You're so but, lucky. Yeah, but quite, me, quite me and my best friend, we were <laughs> obsessed. And we are the people who introduced everybody to your party song in that movie. Hey, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Hero, <laughs> do you like the way of... Way of flow. It's yeah. a fun song. I yeah. love it. You okay. know, again, I look back at that film experience, uh, of course, it, it didn't do anything for me uh, commercially or career-wise. But I just realized when I look back, I was so serious about getting things right. That 100 days of shooting your first feature film, I mean, not from a film family. Uh, Vishal Mangat, uh, sorry, Vishal Bharadwaj is giving music. Uh, your producer just come out after making a film like Omkara. Anurag Kishan is giving the opening clap. Jordan, I think they're going to doing a song with you. You're shooting in bloody Switzerland, Ladakh, Shimla, Chandigarh, Lonavla, Bombay. And I was just serious. Oh, I don't remember one fun day from set because I was so serious about getting things right because this is one opportunity, right? And I realized this is You know, enjoy it. Enjoy Makes the sense. process. Because the results eventually may or may not work out at that point. But if you don't enjoy the process, those are the memories you live for, right? Like today, it didn't matter if the film was a dud at the box office. But if I would have really let loose and enjoyed myself, I would have remembered things, which I do with other things now. 
I I know I know what you mean. I did a very intensive show with some very cool people, and we shot for two months in Goa, and it's not uh, released. And from the looks of it, I'm assuming it's not going to. But I have zero regret because I have not had more fun anywhere else. It weird. was it was like living another reality. It was too much fun. Wow, wow, wow. Acha, now you're so zen and so beautiful. Of course, what what is Thank what you. scares you? Does anything? What is something you struggle with? Like I said, I think being vulnerable in front of people uh, scares me, uh, and I channelize it at work because I have enough opportunities to do that. You can be naked in front of the camera; no one knows if it's really you or you're trying to be. You know, the camera is such a thing. So, I don't know if you have the right real emotion here. But yeah, I feel I can like. I, I think strength would be to be more vulnerable, to be able to share. Uh, so that scares me. That is so strange. Okay, last two questions for you. Yeah. Tell me your best habit, and tell me your most toxic trait. I think my most toxic habit is I am so critical about what I do personally, and uh, I have rarely given myself opportunity to like pack myself and say, "Hey, well done." And let that moment sink in. You know, I remember whether it was my first award uh, for my debut TV show. I won a fair bit of award during my thing. Uh, but I accept that first award where I felt some sort of elation, and midway through the speech, I was like, "Okay, it's over. Okay, next year." <laughs> and every other award I've gone to, like while I'm walking to it, also I'm like, "Okay, what am I doing next? Okay, this one I'm going to give it to mom, but what next?" How am I building from here on? So I've never let like a moment sink in and say, "Hey, let's enjoy this," you know, because it may never happen again. Yeah, yeah. You never know, man. Uh, so I feel like like being overly sort of hard on yourself is probably been. I'm trying to ease out, but it's very hard for me. Uh, again, I think comes from the like from a armed forces middle class upbringing. Like you want to just be a workhorse. Yeah. Right? So that's something which is, I don't think, is very is something I'd like to sort of uh, pass on to anyone. Like to be easier on myself. And the best habit is, I think I can I work harder than anybody else in the group. That's something I'm very very I'm confident and sure about. And I think that helps me then pick up those other skills and make them my own. That's amazing. What, according to you, is the Point of life. What is the purpose of life? This life we've been given. I actually uh, think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I have a complete answer to it, but I I I am most definitely sure that our point or the mission of our life finally just to live our own grand life and make it grand and beautiful and rich and in all sorts of ways. I feel uh, our mission is far bigger. Each one of us, it's not just mine. Each one of us. Some of us might go through life and not find it, which is okay, and might actually still live a good life and be happy and make friends and be jovial about it and happy about it. But I feel the true gift is to be able to find the solution. And at some point, I think I, I have a sense of what it is, uh, which is a very empowering feeling. And it might evolve, it might change, right? But I I feel that I have a sense of it, and everything I do has to align with that larger mission. And that gives me a lot of clarity and confidence and uh, security in life uh, in an otherwise insecure world. Yeah, so just you, to so have that solid 
sort of mission, which is much beyond yourself. Do you want to share what your purpose is? To uh, I don't know if it's articulate, but I know uh, it is to spread happiness. Uh, and my mission doesn't end with me being an actor. I feel that's one part of that's one of my identities, which helps me do what I do. And it could be something else five years from now. For me to be able to use my life as an instrument to work, to personal life, through as an example, to be able to impact people's lives for the better. Luckily, I get to do that as an actor and reach out to so many people right now, and this is wonderful. It could be something else, but the mission would remain intact to be able to really spread happiness. That is wonderful, and with that, we have come to the session of getting in touch with hi, our feelings. Thank you hi, so hi. much for being here. I have to before we go. I have to tell you one fun story about your wife. I must say this. This is oh. the first time I was meeting her. and maybe ah. the third fourth time i was meeting you we were coming to your house to shoot something for some brand or something ah, and as soon as and as soon as we walked in and then she introduced herself she like oh hey and i was like hi and you know like we love your husband and she's like everybody does and i'm like yeah <laughs> that is true she everybody loves nakul mehta it's amazing she said that that is so <laughs> yeah so thank you so much and you are so lovable as why everybody loves you and i've had a blast getting in touch with my feelings with you i hope you had a good time and i always every time i speak to you i think i take away so much and thank you for being that person thank you free your you are the vibrant life is just so contagious and so beautiful that i'm actually not very i'm not someone who likes to do podcast interviews i find them like pointless because i feel that like i have not reached that part of my life where i am ready to contribute and share in a meaningful way but and if i only choose to do it if i feel that i am going to get something out of it and the only reason i chose to do this with you is because i knew the spending like half an hour with you which is going to be an hour it's going to be like a lot of fun so uh, thank you it was Thank you, and for everybody tuned in. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know where you can find Nakul Mehta on the internet. Google him. Do not believe his Wikipedia. He is a very multi-dimensional human being, much more than what is. You should get somebody to edit that, dude. I got damn pissed off. I was like, "Edit, edit, भी करना पड़ता है क्या? Edit कर सकते हैं. आपको कुछ पता तो है नहीं fame के बारे में. कौन करेगा ये सब यार? चलो यार. and that was episode 5 of i have feelings we really hope you enjoyed that do come back next friday for a brand new episode with a brand new guest with lots of conversation lots of laughter and of course lots of feelings